0: From R.D. Smothers Wealth Management, this is The Retirement. When you retire, if you want an exciting life, you need a boring investment strategy. Matters. Listen, I'm not saying you've got to work with a fiduciary, but if you don't, you will pay for it. Planning Better for Your Future, where you can live in retirement worry-free, or my favorite, how you can live a happy and fulfilled life in this life you have been given. We know that your time is valuable, and we appreciate you spending it listening to this episode of The Retirement Matters Podcast. On today's episode, we talk about being positive. (laughs) I know that's not necessarily financially related, but it is definitely related to living happy. We talk a lot about the idea of being positive and why it's important. And at the very end of the show, we talk a little bit about how you can understand that it's not necessary for you to make the right step when you are in a negative situation. It's just necessary for you to make the next wise step, and there is a difference. We talk briefly about how that can pertain to the market, and from there we discuss why. A lot of times we talk about the market being a positive thing. The market is terribly over-optimistic, if I can say it that way. It's terribly over-optimistic. What do I mean by that? Well, theoretically, Four out of every five times you flip the coin on positive or negative, you're going to get a positive year in the market. It's a five-sided coin, four heads, one tail. More times than not, you're going to land on heads, and you're going to win. You're going to see the market taking your money up. The problem is, we oftentimes, as humans, focus on the negative. And so for you to be successful in investing, you have to be able to focus on positive things. For you to be successful as a retiree, you've got to have a little bit of positive in your life. And that's truly why I called it Pause for Positivity. We talk a lot about the positive side of things, about why you should be positive, and some of the things that you should be positive about, the things that you should be grateful for, and the things that should bring you somewhat of an optimistic outlook on life. We do talk about a few more things that are buried inside of this. I hope that you get a little bit of a nugget out of each piece that we do discover. So let's just roll right into this episode of the Retirement Matters podcast. Happy Saturday to you. I hope you're doing well. And you're ready to start discussing all things Retirement Matters. I want to go into a show today that's actually going to introduce a segment of every show that will follow, and it is all about pausing for positivity. We're going to get into that, but before we do, as you know, this morning we have a Bacon, Eggs, Toast, and Retirement event that is taking place in our office. If you have not RSVP'd, believe it or not, we still have some seats that are available. If you're on your way to that class, we appreciate you coming. and We are looking forward to seeing you in just a few minutes. Uh, If you are interested in RSVPing to that event, you're here in Campbellsville and can make it. Go ahead and give us a call, 270 600 plan, and see if we can get you in to this better event. B E T R, we are going to teach you how to retire better, how to invest better, all over a beautiful and delicious breakfast that we will get from Druthers. If we don't have breakfast there and you're showing up last minute, we will make sure that you have breakfast. Might even just run over and grab some right before you show up. And one more thing I want to talk to you about is our podcast. If you have any kind of podcasting device that you listen to podcasts on, that being your iPhone or your Android phone uh, or anything, a computer that you're logging into, you can go to Spotify or Apple Podcasts or pretty much the podcast streaming service of your choice, look up The Retirement Matters Show, and you should see a place there where you can download every episode of our podcast. That would be made up of our radio shows along with some guests that we have, special guests that never actually make it to radio. We've got a really big guest coming up in the next few weeks, and we're looking forward to that. We'll give you more information as that gets closer. So let's jump to today's show and just begin to talk to you about our topic, which is positive thought. Now, I'm not going to sit up here and tell you that I'm positive every single day of my life. It's very simple and very easy to get into the negative and to be able to almost drown in the negative. We are bombarded 24-7 stream of bad news. We're talking from the markets to the economy, housing prices, grocery store prices, groceries not being on shelves, gas prices. We've got the whole COVID thing that is still happening. I mean, it's a lot. So what do we do? Well, as easy as it is for us to do this, we simply cannot give in to the doom and gloom. We can't stop doing what we are doing. We can't stop doing the good things. We can't stop being the positive ray of sunshine that others may see. Now, I'm not talking about putting our heads in the sand and ignoring what's going on. I'm talking about simply pausing for positivity, pausing to see the bright spots in our lives taking a look around us and appreciating the blessings that we have in our lives, our families, our friends, our neighbors, our community, the progress that we've made. There's a book called Gap Versus Gain. If you've not read it, I would recommend it. Gap Versus Gain, one of the biggest wastes of time that we do as a human being is comparing ourselves to others. You've heard it before. I'll say it now. Comparison is the thief of joy. Comparing what you have to someone else's possessions, money, talents, abilities, looks, it will steal the joy that you should have in your current situation. I mean, we have a beautiful world that we live in, a wonderful country that we are all a part of, and we've all been blessed with the exact same amount of time in today as your neighbor. Today, you have 24 hours, your neighbor has 24 hours. What do you do with that time? Because there will come a day where you don't have those 24 hours given. And to be quite honest with you, we don't know if today isn't that day. We don't know that we're not gonna be called out of here anytime soon. So why not be positive? Why not look at these things and say, man, I need to be grateful right now. How are you grateful? What do you see in today's life that makes you grateful? It's pretty common as a financial guy for me to say, focus on the long-term goals. Stick with the strategies that we've built together. That's easy for some people. They look to the horizon, take a deep breath, and keep on going. Other folks find that the uncertainty of what might happen or what's next or what if, they find that uncertainty is a very, very big challenge. It's almost a hurdle for them to be successful. It's almost a hurdle for them to be happy. If that's you, what we need to focus on is being present and connecting with what is going on well right now. Stop looking at the bad and focus on the good. So I ask you, what is good in your world? What inspires you right this minute? Can you think of anything? Is there anything that immediately comes to mind whenever you think, what am I grateful for? I wish I could tell you it was going to be rainbows and unicorns ahead. I wish that I could tell you that the stock market is going to be up for the next five years and that everything's going to be okay as far as money goes and stocks go. I just can't do that. As a matter of fact, I can almost tell you that it won't be. I can almost certainly tell you that there will be rocks, there will be turns, there will be bumps, and there will be a lot of potholes ahead on your journey. But what is so amazing is there are good times coming as well. So the path ahead, at least in the stock market sense, is not all peaches and cream. But it's certainly not all bad either. And unfortunately, it appears as if the news wants us to believe it's all bad. But if you spend much time with me, if I am your advisor, if, if I am anyone in your life that you show a, a favoritism to or that I influence anything about you, you will realize that I'm a pretty optimistic guy and I'm definitely motivated. I am optimistic about the future. I am optimistic about what lies ahead. And I'm looking forward to sharing those things with you along the retirement journey. Because I know that this type of environment that we find ourselves in seems doom and gloom. A lot of things are bad, a lot of things, but man, there's so much opportunity right now. And so, what I want to do in every one of our shows is traditionally what I tend to do in a show, at least a radio show is I'll break into the show, I'll do my intro, I will then go from that intro to what we're going to be talking about for the day, and from that I'll go to some housekeeping, and during that housekeeping I'll tell you a little bit about what we do as a firm, of course that's to help you retire well, and then I'll throw the number out there a couple times, 270-600-PLAN, and I'll make sure that you know how you can get in touch with us, and from there I'll go to the show's content. But what I would like to start doing and what I will start doing is I want to insert a pause for positivity. This is a section we are going to call pause for positivity. We are going to stop and talk about something positive that is taking place in the news right now. Something that's probably buried deep within all of the papers that the news anchor reads. It may be something you don't even know about. It may be something from the past that just inspires positivity. Because I've got one really amazing piece of advice that I've gotten from my grandfather and then from my father, and that is smiling is contagious. Positivity creates positivity. And oftentimes, if you are a positive person, you tend to find yourself surrounded by positive people. Now, I like to think we can influence some negative people to be positive, but there are some people who are just wired negative. They can't help it. <laughs> and if that's you, uh, maybe we need to have a, t- a conversation about something other than retirement. But, but myself, being positive, I tend to find myself surrounded by positive people. And if you don't give time to negativity, it's a good way for you to avoid it. I was in a, uh, uh, we'll call it a seminar lately, and this was, let's see, last week. I went to a seminar about global finance and global uh, markets. We were talking about all of the ups and downs of the stock market. We were talking about the 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 pros and the cons, the headwinds and the tailwinds, and and all of the things that may be causing this market to become stagnant, or maybe even inserting the word stagflation. We were talking about what causes inflation. We were talking about how we got here. and I, I plan on showing and sharing some of that with you in future episodes of this radio show. But one of the things that stuck out to me right away was that he began to talk about investors right now not knowing what to do. And many of them become so complacent that they begin to paralyze themselves. They begin to be so fearful that they paralyze themselves and they do nothing. And that's not always the right decision. When the speaker began to talk about this, I leaned over to my buddy beside of me and I said, that's exactly what we just got done talking about on our radio show. That just sitting and doing nothing may not always be the best advice. And he began to talk about how you can be optimistic, but he cautioned against being overly optimistic. And I can hear you saying, well, Dale, you just got done telling us that you're going to pause for positivity, and you're exactly right. We will pause for positivity. But there is a difference in pausing or, let's say, observing positive things going on in your world and being almost ignorant. And we are not at all advocating for you to be ignorant. And he began to tell about this gentleman named James Stockdale. He was an admiral in the Vietnam War, and he was still to this day the highest ranking officer to ever be taken prisoner of war. And the speaker said that he had a chance to interview Admiral Stockdale. And in the interview, he asked him, how did you make it through? How did you spend such a very long time in captivity? The Vietnamese were very famous for their, their, their torture tactics. And this admiral, you know, the, the highest-ranking officer at that time to ever be captured, and still to this day to ever be captured as a prisoner of war, is sitting in a prison cell, being tortured every single day, and he said, I had to control my mindset. He went on to say that the ones who struggled as Vietnam POWs were the ones who said, we will be out of here by Christmas. This is no big deal. The war will be over, and we will be out by Christmas. He said the ones who looked at each other and said, it's okay, we're going to be out of here by Christmas, they saw Christmas come, and they saw Christmas go, and they began to get defeated. So he went on to say that the key in surviving any situation or even thriving in any situation is to not put your hope in things you cannot control. That's huge. And when I heard that, I wrote it down, and I immediately thought of you. I immediately thought, I've got to say those words on the air. Do not put your hope into things you cannot control. And definitely do not put all of your success depending on things that you cannot control. I'm going to tell you something right here, and it may be something that no one has ever told you before, so I want you to think about this whenever I say it. You do not have to do the right thing to win. I want you to think about that. I'm literally giving you a pass. I'm allowing you to take all the stress off of your back and tell you, you do not have to figure out what the right step is in order to get out of a negative situation. You do not have to figure out what the right step is in order to correct a wrong or in order to win, especially when it comes to investing. You don't have to do the right step. You just have to do the next step wise step. You do not have to do the right step. You have to do the next wise step. You don't even know what the next right step is, especially while you're in the middle of it. When you are in the middle of a situation, no matter what it is, and I can apply this to investing or I can apply this to life, you do not have to do the right step to get out. You have to do the next wise step. There is a difference. And the problem is we so quickly begin to analyze the situation and begin to think about what's the next right step? What's the next right step I need to be taking? And because we don't know, we do nothing. And because we don't know and we do nothing, oftentimes we end up coming out worse than if we had just taken the next wise step. There is a book that is called The Boy, the Fox, and the Horse. If I believe I'm getting that right, I should have looked that up before I did this. But I'm just now thinking about this quote where the boy looks at the horse and they're in the middle of the woods. They're in the middle of the forest and the boy knows which direction he wants to go, but he can't see a path forward. He can't see a way out. So he looks at the horse and he says, Oh horse, I can't see a way out of here. And the horse looks at him and says, But can you see the next step in front of you? And the boy says, yes. And the horse says, then take it. That's where we are. I think that's where we are as a society. I think that may be where you are as an individual. I could see that being where you are as an investor. And so for the next four to five minutes, I want to talk to you about the investment side of things and how you can take the next step. It doesn't have to be the right step but it needs to be the wise step. And ultimately, when you zoom out of the situation and you're through the story, you can know if it was the right step or not. But even if it wasn't the next right step, it may give you perspective that you've gained to know this was the wrong step. And now I will take the next right step. Oftentimes, I'm telling you, when you're in the middle of a situation, it's difficult to know what the next right step is, and that leads us to inactivity. It leads us to being paralyzed. We may call it analysis paralysis. You've all probably heard of that. We make no decision because we don't know what the right decision is. I'm telling you, it's not about making the right decision. It's about making the next wise decision. And so let's paint this picture. We just came off of some terrible market corrections. We were at all-time highs, and we have went to about 25%, sometimes even as much as 30% below the all-time high in a lot of our indexes that we track. The S&P 500, the NASDAQ, the Dow Jones Industrial. We think about this, and we essentially have two choices. We can either change investments, or we can stay the course. And I want to talk to you about why it may make sense for either of those two. So why should we change investments? Well, it may make sense for you to make that your next wise step. It may not be the right step, but it very easily could be the next wise step. The next wise step of changing investments may be needed if you are close to retirement and these investments have actually went down 20 or 25%. There's a good chance that you're in way too much over your head. You are in risk that you do not belong in. There is a chance that you may have investments that will never come back. And if you don't take a look at them, and if you think, well, you know, I mean, I don't know what to do, so I'll just do nothing, well, that is probably not the best course of action. That's why I think it's necessary for you to pull your statements out and begin to look at those. Begin to look at those stocks, bonds, mutual funds that you possess, and make sure that they are positioned in a way where they could very likely bounce back if the market rebounds. Another thing that may make it a next wise step to change your investments is the fact that your account didn't go down very much. And you now have the opportunity to do something called rebalancing, which we talked about a few episodes ago. If you missed that, go to our podcast or give us a call, and we can show you how to find it. 270 plan Rebalancing is simply buying low and selling high. If you have an investment that has performed very well, depending on your situation, it may make sense for you to sell that investment and to buy something that has performed very poorly. Ultimately, riding that very poorly investment back up how about staying the course? Why would it make sense to stay the course? And let me ask you this, why in the world do us as financial advisors, nine times out of 10, tell you to stay the course? Well, besides the fact that some financial advisors may be a tad bit lazy, another reason could be the fact that four-fifths of the time in the history of the stock market, the market is up. So, I want you to picture a five-sided coin, just go with me on this, And that five-sided coin has four heads and one tail. Every time you flip a head, you win. Every time you flip a tail, you lose. Let's assume that you flip the tails. Do you stop? No. You flip it again. Let's assume you flip a tail the second time. Do you stop? No. You flip it again. And that may very easily be why we would tell you to keep going. Stay the course. But until you know what your next wise step is, it's hard to take any step. You don't have to know what the next right step is. You've got to know what the next wise step is. And if you're having trouble figuring that out, at least in the investment world, give us a call, 270-600-PLAN. We would love to sit down and talk to you about how you can understand what your next wise step actually should be. Investment advisory services offered through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and R.D. Smothers Wealth Management are not affiliated entities. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as a sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. R.D. Smothers is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by R.D. Smothers Wealth Management. Thank you